We've done delete all evidence for a while now, so if you're jumping in from here, let us fill you in. If you're my age, then you've probably been on social media for a decade, but can you remember everything you've been putting online since day one? Well, that's why I'm actually going through my social media from the very start, deleting everything I don't like along the way. And we're here to take the piss. All you need to know about Sam is that he was on the chunkier side and got rejected by every romantic interest in high school. <laughs> Abby was possibly the most tragic nerd ever. Thanks. And uh, Eleanor was... Psycho? Psycho, yeah. Actually, I wouldn't <laughs> say she was psycho. She still is mental. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Delete All Evidence with another bloopers episode. It's been 15 episodes since we did the last bloopers episode. So that means we've got plenty of stuff that we messed up on, didn't have time for, or simply were a bit too scared to put in at the time of recording. So I've got another half an hour for you of all those unheard bits from before. Don't forget, get in touch at Delete Evidence on Twitter, Delete All Evidence at Gmail, and Delete All Evidence on Instagram. Send us your cringy social media posts so that we can put them in the episode. And don't forget, We've also got the grand finale of Eleanor's fan fiction, Best Friend or Boyfriend, which we're all writing endings for, and we'd like you to write your endings in and send them in as well. So get in touch, but for now, here's the episode. I actually got a couple of messages today from people who listened to the podcast, saying that they really enjoyed our conversation about Couture. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we could, we could do it. a weekly thing on it. Yeah. They were like, it was all people from Stafford, though. So it was people who yeah. were like, we really appreciated the Couture content. A few weeks ago, we, we, we were chatting about uh, Couture, and I mentioned that someone getting wanked off in the cheese room. And then <laughs> when I was editing, I realised that the episode just ended. <laughs> and That's I never actually finished. Because I made that terrible joke, and you all just decided that we'd finished for the day. Yeah, no, basically... Sorry, sorry again. It was probably one of them, one of the more disappointing moments <laughs> that, that I've had on the podcast. <laughs> podcast life, whatever. No, um, but yeah, no, I was just in the cheese room once and, like, there's just this one booth that's very dark in comparison to the rest of the room. And a mate... We saw a couple of mates go over there and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, so-and-so's gone into the corner. And another mate turned around to me and was like, oh, yeah, he's probably getting a hand job. I've had one there. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, when it's open, I was like, yeah, look, you can't really see. And then he was like looking over. I was like, I'm not going to watch and see if I can or cannot see a mate get tossed off in the corner. Was there, is there a girl that like lives at the booth or is it? Is it... Just a popular spot, apparently. Oh, okay. Very well known. I... Unfortunately, we were never aware because we're not the kind of <laughs> hand job people in Stafford. <laughs> Public oh, hand job kind of people. No. Always really warm in your house. My house is freezing. That's part of I'm not wearing anything underneath. I'm going through menopause. Hot flash. Flush? Hot flash. <laughs> Hot flash, you ready? Woo! <laughs> Recording. You normally tell us when you're recording. I know, and today well, I just I'm didn't. Very glad you didn't. <laughs> Sneaky little shit. Today I didn't. Well, you know good old Calvin, who oh, is our super. Like Calvin, fan. yeah. Calvin's great. So Calvin thought it would be really funny to make a shaggy mega balls 
<laughs> is this the, the Abby this Venables is, fan account? This is the Abby Venables fan account that was at <laughs> Shag. Did you just snort? I did. It was a great account. I snort all the time on this podcast. So we we were at, I was at this business development day at my new job. My I'm just new, like, we've not spoken about this yet. <laughs> this, has been, this has been about for a couple of weeks, hasn't it? But we've not actually... It's because we've, we've, we had a two-week hiatus, didn't we? So this is what's bad. <laughs> right, so in this two-week period, Calvin decided to make an at Shaggy Megaballs fan account for me <laughs> in which he used the most horrendous photograph of me which I believe you sent him oh no he messaged me asking if I have any photos for the fan account you, so I sent him like two or three do you know what you are Sam you're an enabler I'm hilarious you're an That's enabler so I was at this business development day for this very fancy new job that I've just got by the way I've gone corporate guys I'm literally wearing a shirt right now it, and and they were taking the mick out of one of the guys from work because he has this very to be fair, very cringy Instagram profile. So they then started going around the room and being like, oh, let's go on this person's Instagram profile while we were waiting for the, for like the, the um, senior leaders to turn up. And so they come around to me and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm private on Instagram, so don't worry about it. And then um, one of them was like, oh, well, let's try Twitter. And I was like, well, I'm also private on Twitter, so don't worry about that. So they type Abby Venables and then suddenly this fucking at Shaggy Megaball Abby Venables fan account comes up and they were like, what's this, Abby? And I was like, no, 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 no. And I literally, I literally shut the laptop and was like, oh, this is the worst day of my life because I can't have people at work knowing that I do this podcast. It's just not, it wouldn't go down well. Abby, this podcast is the least of your worries. The Abby Venables fan account of Shaggy Megaballs should be a much higher priority. So I, I messaged Calvin very politely. I said, hi, pal, can you just do me a favour and take the account down? And he went, oh, I tried. I'm locked out. Then I was less polite. And I was like, Calvin, people at work have seen this. Take it down immediately. <laughs> Figure out a way. Oh, is it down? It's down. Oh. It's down. So in these two weeks, it's been up. It had about seven followers. Clearly, I'm not a very, you know, I've not got a very big following no. just yet. And then it went down. So... I liked the fan account just because it was one extra like on all of my tweets. One extra like? Yeah. To be fair, Calvin likes a lot of stuff. Yeah. So he'd then log in as Shaggy Megaballs and then go and like everything else again. So did you not explain to your work the fucking... Um, why, you didn't explain to your work why they saw your face with the caption Shaggy Megaballs I just it. said that it was a joke from high school and um, I then distracted them with the story of all of my high school nicknames and then by the time anybody else could have found the time to have gone on and looked at it prior, like in their personal time it was gone in their personal time yes. it wasn't that popular Abby so then we're on September 25th 2011 I can't remember who told me this but I thought it was bloody brilliant the three guys from Two Door Cinema Club look like Harry Potter, Ronald Weasley, and Neville Longbottom. Mere coincidence, or are there wizards among us in the music industry? Okay, what? Huh? They a million percent don't, first of all, because Two Door are one of my favourite bands. I get it. I kind of get what, it. Just because one of them's ginger. No, one of them really looks like Neville Longbottom. Wait, what's it called? I need proof. Wizards among the music community. <laughs> 
Can't believe I cracked this one. Yeah, I mean, go go back. He looks like one in this one. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he looks like he could. You're reaching. He looks like he could be a Weasley. <laughs> Anyone ginger who was famous at the time and decent actor got put in that family. <laughs> that <laughs> anyone, is very true. To anyone be fair. could have been a Weasley. And if the guy from Two Door Cinema Club was a decent actor, he would have been in there as well. Exactly, but he had Harry Potter and the Two Door Cinema Club. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that kind of work? <laughs> I feel like weren't the people who went into the room of requirement a two-door cinema club? <laughs> Isn't that basically a thing? That could be a thing. One of my favourite bands, they're very big into getting people to do mosh pits and like Wall of Death and all stuff like this. They're very Who's like old school Don Broco. Yeah. When I went to see them in February in Manchester, that is the only time someone has ever tried to get me into a mosh pit. As in, this guy behind me kept shoving me, like trying to push me in. And I was like, I'm not going in a mosh pit. I was like, pack it in. Um, And cut a long story short, it ended a lot worse for him than it did for me because I ended up punching him in the face. So you have punched more than one person. Oh, there you go. Eleanor! That had a very Eleanor end to the story. For God's sake, you've been calling yourself a saint for weeks now, saying (laughs) I only punched one person in my life. Second person turning this into a podcast of lies. I can't believe this. Yeah, well, he he just kept trying. And I was like, look, I'm not going in. Can you let you... And this guy was huge. He must have been kind of 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So, so you, you know, punched him? So he kept... Like, <laughs> he was huge. I needed to punch him. He, he needed like, to assert my dominance. <laughs> he just kept trying to push me in. And I was like, I don't want to go in. And, like, it, he kept, like, yeah, just shoving me. And the girl in front of me was getting really pissed off because, obviously, I was, like, being yeah. thrown into her. And she was, you know, swaying with a bottle of rosé in her hand. And she was getting really aggy with me. And I was like, I need to get out of this situation. So I, like, went to barge past him. And he literally put his hand on my shoulder. And he was clearly going to literally, like, shove me. And I was like, if he shoves me, I was like, I'm going to go fucking flying. So the only thing that I could think to do in the moment... Was swing. It was self defence. Well, that is what I told the bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I punched him. <laughs> and the, boun- the bouncer took my side. The bouncer was oh like, oh, God. well, you should have left her alone, shouldn't you, mate? And he just like stormed off, and I was like, good, good thing I'm not a few inches taller, or Ellen would come for me. <laughs> so have you never been in a mosh pit? No, never. So I've only been in a mosh pit. Have you? I've been in some, but I'm big enough that like people. Tried to push me and just sort of bounce yeah. back. I, I had a similar thing. I got pushed into one. Uh, I was at Why Not Festival a couple of years back. And ironically, genuinely thought I was going to die. It was, come on, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> this was also the teacher that literally taught us out of a textbook. Like, she knew nothing. She was she, she was thick. I was terrible at science. I could have taught the class better than she did. Oh, uh, Quite a lot of teachers, like, teach out of textbooks, though. Well, one of my science teachers was like that. She, all her classes were really dull. They were just, just like PowerPoints that you can tell she got off Google or some shit. Mm. Or we were just going through a textbook. Like every single class, we just went through a textbook. So then because of that, the one thing that only ever sticks out to me about her was this one time where a couple of people were chatting about sex. Uh, and she overheard. And rather than tell them to shut up and carry on with the work, she just went, oh, in my day, we just used to pull out and then carried on like nothing <gasps> happened. That's what we were like. We're like, what the fuck? That's the one thing I remember her saying in like three years of teaching me. 
That's the one thing I remember. Because that's the only thing that didn't come from a textbook. Oh. I'm just that good. That's that's like, that's that could be in That's like the 12th time I've said that today. I'm just that good. It's my new phrase. Why? What were the other 11 circumstances in which you said it? Trying to guess. <laughs> my new thing on Hinge is oh, matching Hinge. with people who have a dog and saying, oh, I've got three guesses to guess your dog's name. Okay. And I, without fail, I've done this. I say, I've say I've done this like 12 times. I've done it like four. Without fail, I've got it right first time. And they're like, how the fuck have you got that? And I'm like, I'm just that good. You know, do not even for a second try to convince me that you did that randomly and that you didn't just stalk their Instagram accounts till you find their name. I was literally just about to say that. You've taken the words out of my mouth. No, because you know what I've realised? Most of the people I match with have private Instagrams. How dare they? Pisses me off. How dare they have a private How life? How am I meant to stalk them and, you know, have mentally prepared whether or not we could have a long-term thing if their Instagram's in private? Don't actually want to have to follow them? I don't know. I'm sniffing out a lot of bullshit in here. So what were the dogs' names? Did you just actually sniff? Yeah. Behave. What were the dogs' names? Milo. How did you just randomly guess Milo? No one guesses Milo. He looks like a Milo. I'll show you a picture later. Looks like a Milo. She's Teddy because it was a cockapoo and every male cockapoo I've ever met is called Teddy. I don't think I've ever met Okay, there's that one. I get that one. Hella predictable. Max because it was a black lab. No, about 12 black labs Uh, called Max. Okay, no, I actually know a black lab called Max. I know a lot of black labs. And then I went for... What was my other one? Oh, a golden retriever and I guessed it was called Homer. You didn't. And it was. You didn't. Not on the first attempt. I don't. I, Eleanor, you're not convincing me that you're some fucking dog whisperer. I actually am though. I need to see your Hinge account right now. My phone's over there. I don't. Oh. I think I'm. I'm first sniffing time, bullshit now. First time ever, Eleanor's phone's not been right next to her. <laughs> have you seen that movie? I have seen that movie. It is the most rewatched movie on Netflix of 2018. I thought it was what? stupid. What? What? Movie? The Kissing Booth. Oh, okay. It was just, it was highly unrealistic. I know a... that movies often are, but it just frustrated me. It's about a kissing booth? It is about a kissing it booth. It is about a kissing booth. Oh. Nice one. God, you could be a detective. So smart. Right, I was kind of hoping <laughs> that you would expand on some further plot, thank you no, very much. Because no. one thing I can't guess you, is the rest of the plot. The way that Eleanor <laughs> apparently guesses dog names. <laughs> I'm going to show you my life. So, June 10th, 2013, it's my birthday. Oh, fuck. Literally not my birthday, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's the day before. (laughs) This one feels topical and relevant. Uh, 25th of August, 2013, thank God for BBC iPlayer. Last night, BBC iPlayer was causing nightmares for me. It was. It was. It was. Palaver. Absolute palaver. Three times it stopped. It was, was more than that. It was the annual Eurovision extravaganza. It's a big night. In, it's the best night in the social calendar. I mean... Abby, this... Do you want to come next year or not? Maybe not. I, what? I, I mean, I might be busy. Oh, you know what? Or... You're uninvited already. <laughs> wow. You didn't even know any of the words, Abby. No, I, there was some na-na-nas in there. There was some na-na-nas. There was some claps in Italy. There was some fucking weird space shit happened in Australia, which I just did not understand yeah. or appreciate. It's because they had zero gravity. Duh. So, 
my, my my annual Eurovision party is a big deal. It it was quite it was quite an extravagant you, party. You both looked shocked and confused when everyone knew the words to all the songs. Oh yeah, that completely threw. It was me. great. Like the room was sort of divided. I, I was going to say in half, but basically because there was a projector. Yeah, in the middle. so we had one sofa. First of all, yes. Can we just compliment the projector because that was incredible? So we've got the one sofa, which was me, Matt, and Eleanor. And then Beth Ann was sat on the floor, who obviously knew all the words. And then there was like pretty much everybody else was on the other side of the projector on the other sofa and the other chairs. And they all just knew all the words. They were going crazy. Sam, I've never, ever, ever in my life seen you that into something. You reminded me of a fan at like the pub when your football team is about to win the whole fucking championship. I don't like, like that comparison because no, Eurovision's so much better. No, seriously, like, you were getting up, you were yes. yelling, like, at people, you had that, like, weird husky thing with your voice that men get when they're really, really into a sport. It was weird. I, I just don't know how to look at you now in the same way. It was great. And Especially yet- when Iceland were on. Oh my god, that was mental. The BDSM boys. That was great. That they were insane. Everyone was. It was either you or Bethan. Like you're really like Iceland. Ten out of ten. Matt was a big fan of Iceland. Is Matt into BDSM? I wasn't quite the angle that I was going for, but (laughs) sure. What's your opinion on harnesses, Matt? They have their uses. Ah! I've never heard you scream like that. (laughs) That was a squall. Matt, leave. What's been going on, Abby? No, nothing. <laughs> Making me uncomfortable. Literally, I've never seen Abby this embarrassed before. This is amazing. Did you guys ever see the thing about the monkey that took a selfie and how it became this whole legal battle? Yeah, it's still in court. Oh, it's been in court for like three years, hasn't it? Yeah. Why, why would this be in court? So basically... It, was it illegal? Um, this guy did this photo project where he set up a camera in like a jungle... Mm-hmm. and just let animals go up to it mm-hmm. and a monkey went up to it pressed the trigger and took a selfie basically and it's like this really famous picture mm-hmm. made quite a bit of money and then people who used the photo without permission got taken to court by the guy who set up the camera and the court was like well it's not really your photo technically you could consider it property of the monkeys because the monkey's the person who pressed the trigger so funny oh my god so it's this whole thing about who owns the photo the guy or the monkey I vote the monkey could you imagine that though being taken to court because of that yeah I mean there's worse things to be taken to court over to be fair the monkey didn't take him to court (laughs) he tried to take other people to court god damn it man you taking credit for my photo skills Fuck's sake, it's hard enough being a monkey in this world without you humans. Please, I want to know more about this monkey impression you're doing. <laughs> Don't stop, carry on. Know, Develop this character. Such a posh monkey. <laughs> so, we're still in 2011. The nothing year. The nothing year. But we're... Actually... Ooh. <laughs> I forgot this one put rum in my coke. <laughs> Sorry. I really, really want you to carry on this monologue where you're a monkey. <laughs> well, I don't know what more there is to say, you know. Well, tell us more about the monkey. <laughs> where did he come from? Well, do you want to know? Well, I don't What's know. Where was the like? photo taken, right? This, you're the actor. You're writing this monologue. But where... where you I'm, decide. Oh, is, is the monkey from a zoo? Let's or? say the monkey's from Brazil. Brazil. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm a Brazilian monkey. Bit of backstory. Um, so I grew up in Rio. Mm-hmm. And... Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I just want to find out more about this monkey man. Yeah, so I, I grew up in Rio, um, and uh, my parents abandoned me from a really early age, so I had to, you know, fend for myself on the streets. And um, I'm not going to lie, guys, it was really rough. Like, it was a really, really hard upbringing. Um, and oh, you've got me, keep going. <laughs> I met some of these other monkeys, right? And okay. uh, they told me that there was a place for me that was that yeah. I could go to that was safe. And they, they said that... The YMCA, <laughs> young monkey, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so, you know, we, we hitched a ride out of the city. Okay. And uh, we did go to the YMCA, but the monkey version... Um, <laughs> in the rainforest, in the Brazilian rainforest... There's so much colour to this story. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm literally in the Amazon, right? And then suddenly, right? This is kind of tough, honestly. <laughs> suddenly, right? This, this man, this man sets up this camera, okay? <laughs> and because he's a fucking human, he thinks that if he just leaves his camera, us dumb animals, he doesn't have a fucking clue how intelligent I am, are gonna just, you know, take these photographs and, and then he can he can just go away and, and claim them because it's his camera. Well, you know, find us keepers, bitch. I took a great selfie, something that, you know, the Kardashians would have been jealous of, and um, I'm now taking his, his ass to court because, quite frankly, it's my intellectual property and I'm not having it. I can't believe we just did, like... A fan fiction on <laughs> this monkey. That Thank you. Oh, let's Sam do the clapping for both of us. Thank you. Thank you. That was, um... Yeah, next post. Ryland Clark was a judge. I don't know who So was Marvin Humes. No Marvin way! Humes was a judge. Yeah, who's Marvin Humes? Oh, wait, from JLS? Oh, shit. You know that. No, I actually no. didn't know who's that. Who's Marvin? No, I... No, I did. Marvin, Marvin did a love heart to me this did. one time, I and it was directly to he me. Did. I didn't used to stare at his abs as I went to I stage. I didn't know, know who he is. I didn't know his last name was Humes. Humes. I didn't know his last name was Humes. You did because we had this conversation. Yeah. The episode it came out. We didn't talk about his last name. We, yes, we did. You talked about how you met him and how he's like a. Tagged him on Twitter with pictures of you. Have we? Yeah. yeah. No, we haven't. Proof that the animal selfie thing was a thing. Because Josh sent in one of his stingray, and I said to Josh Nelly, actually, that's behind glass. I was right next to a horse. Where's the danger element? I mean, a horse is dangerous? I mean... Yeah, they could buck you. I bet you any money that that horse was over, a, like, a, a fence, and the horse had its head over the fence, and then Sam just plonked his head next to it, and he was he was safe. There may not have been glass there. So we were in sniffing distance. Whereas sniffing. Josh, yeah, like, you know, I don't know how else to say. Because horses are really we're close big face noses. to face. Yeah, <laughs> we were close with our heads. Josh was behind a glass. Josh was behind the glass, or the stingray was behind the glass. Both. Oh, I don't know. Technically, both. It depends which depends. side of you get from. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I would take the stingray because, you know, from animal to animal. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm still the goddamn monkey. I'm channeling this character. I'm taking it home. Oh, I got you so wanna... confused and I was like, Abby's a stingray now. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to do a monologue for the stingray? Or should I, we leave um, it there? I, I, no, no. You're going to apologise for yeah. killing Steve Oh, no, no don't. That's yeah, actually, <laughs> please do that. I want to see that monologue. Play that stingray. <laughs> That's all I want. No, because that's a villain. I've never played a villain. <laughs> it's time to expand. Point of the podcast. 
He said it with such sincerity. Oh, <laughs> I'm a pleasure. <laughs> This is why fan fiction is so important. You need to live vicariously through your own fan fiction. I do. I really need a good present. <laughs> Boyfriends who are great present ideas. Ray-Bans. Candy shoes. Uh, I love it when he's dismissing us. When he's no. like, this isn't funny. Cool. Zane's leaving the band. <gasps> Do you think she predicted it? I oh hope someone's leaving the band. Oh my god. Ellen is joining the band. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen is replacing no, Zane in the band. Something bad's clearly happened, so I'm, I'm trying to think what it could Zane's be. Zane's leaving the band. No, because Eleanor wouldn't have predicted that. I don't know. When did you write this? And when 2012. Did I, when did he leave? That we were at uni. We were at uni. So I remember because we all remember where we were when he left. <laughs> I actually don't remember no. where I was. All I remember was I was, it was after Night Changes. I just remember after that album. I was at shock at the time because I was head of music, so I think it was our second year. I thought you said I was so shocked. No, <laughs> I was at Shock Radio at the time as head yeah. of music, and his music was coming out ah. as I was head of music. So it was around about that time. It was her birthday and we'd gone to London for the day. One Direction hunting, believe it or not. Oh, really? We both looked so happy hugging each other with the cheesiest grins on our faces. We never got to see the boys, but we didn't care because I knew I'd end up fucking one of them one day. <laughs> I saw it. I had a oh my God, I actually thought that that No. <laughs> I wish I'd written that. I'm so disappointed that's not real. <laughs> When I was um, I was visiting my aunt and uncle who live in Bath a couple of months ago, and my uncle works at uh, at a university there, and he basically had organised this big conference with a load of Ukrainians who partnered with another another uh, another university. Sorry, um, and while we were there, they happened to have this conference and this and this basically this party afterwards. So me and my sister got invited by my uncle. He was like, oh, you should just come down. He was like, there's going to be free food and free alcohol. You might as well just come after you go out for dinner with your aunt. So we go and they're all absolutely thrilled to meet my uncle's family. Like it's this, it's this huge, huge deal for them. So they greet us with a, with a vodka shot. And you know, the stuff that they have, it's like, it's real vodka. Like it's not the stuff that we drink here. And uh, and I looked at my sister and my aunt and I was like, shit. Because I remember my uncle Help saying me. to me. Well, no, I remember my uncle saying to me, like they, they, everything that they do, they celebrate with a shot of vodka. He was like, you get up to go to the toilet. They'll shot you good luck for a pee. You come back, they'll give you another shot for having peed. Like it's, it's, it's weird. It's just so weird, but it's what they do. So... I remember my uncle telling me this and I thought, for God's sake, what we've got ourselves into. And we'd already had a couple of bottles of wine between the three of us. So I was already a little bit tipsy. I look at my sister who does not do shots. She doesn't. I, however, I'm partial to a shot. So, you know, normally I'm... Fucking love it, mate. I don't fucking love it, but I'll do them when I'm out. And uh, my aunt just sort of looked at me and she literally just sort of went like, just just sip it. As long as you have a little bit, they won't be offended because she never does them properly. So I'm like, right, okay. So I took take a little sip and, and then I'm done. I'm like, oh God, that was that was grim. And I look over and my sister's shot glass is empty. She went for it. And I'm just like, Rachel Venables. Whole new level of respect for my sister. And then they suddenly were like, oh, well, she's the cool sister. You're shit. You can't drink. You're rubbish. And I was you like, are. whoa, no, you've got this completely backwards. You didn't earn their respect. I didn't. They said that I wouldn't be allowed a visa, but she would. That was the joke that they kept saying. So then I had to redeem myself. So every after that, every time they gave us a shot, I just knocked it back. And then my sister couldn't actually follow 
and then um, they decided that I was cool, but um, I was also really pissed, so I had to go home. <laughs> so it was a fun night. But how did you earn their respect? Just because I outdrank my sister. That's all. They just kept bringing us more. With every shot, my sister then had to eat a chocolate dessert. So I think she had about six mousses. Yes. Six chocolate mousse. She knows how to party. But that, to be fair, that's a good chaser. Like yeah, chocolate that. fucking mousse. It's a great chaser. Well, she shot in those. <laughs> <laughs> she pretty much was. It was incredible. Go on. Nine years ago, say so I was fourteen. This is the same. This is exactly the same time when I was tweeting about MSN being broke. This is a full comparison, me versus Eleanor. Honestly, am I a bad influence? Yes. Is yeah. that literally all you? Oh, you've also spelt bad with like three Ds. Yeah, we know I did this. You are a bad influence. <laughs> yeah, you're a terrible influence, Eleanor. I would say. Even at that age, bloody hell. <laughs> me and Abby are lucky enough that we're old enough to shelter ourselves. We are slightly terrified of you, though. Abby is. Everyone's scared of me. I'll take you on. Sam and his boobs. That was nice. (laughs) (laughs) My boobs are in charge. Yeah, they are. I reckon you could, I reckon you could take her. (laughs) Would you? (laughs) You would win in a fight, Sam or Eleanor. Reply on Twitter. (laughs) There's your next poll. (laughs) Probably you, to be... (laughs) Unfortunately. I, mean, I don't want to be rude, but... Wait, how old are you here? 15. 15? So I'm year 11. What, what bullshit's about someone in year 11? What kind of bullshitty drama is going on when you're 15? Eleanor looks a little bit like that girl from that diary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trying to think. <laughs> that was a, a throwback. <laughs> that- Throwback on her. Sorry, it's because Eleanor literally started playing with her hair. What, you thought, oh, she looks like Anne Frank? <laughs> I, d- I did. I think that every day. Yeah. I wake yeah. up and I think, wow, Eleanor looks like Anne Frank. In case Jesus. you didn't get the reference, because I didn't get the reference, Sorry. guys. Remember, remember the time that Eleanor got told she looked like Anne Frank in high school? <laughs> Same. Oh, Hashtag me too. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, you can't... Don't put that online. <laughs> Just to say that now, don't put that online because that's kind of an important cause that you're kind of hijacking. 